beings. So we have come to the mini training on Raja Yoga, which is, if you know a little Sanskrit, Raj means king, so it's the royal yoga. And it is often grouped with the other three yogas that we've been explicating. It is grouped with Karma Yoga, Bhakti Yoga, Jnana Yoga, and then Raja Yoga. So those are considered, some in some lists, the four branches of yoga. Now, Raja Yoga means king, or it means supreme or royal. The royal path and the royal way to reintegration of self with universal self is the Danny Lu translation. He's a great scholar. I may not pronounce his name correctly, but he's a great scholar. You are listening to Sadika, a collection of special podcast mini-trainings from Embodied Philosophy and the Embodied Podcasts Network. Each multi-part series of Sadika explores a different area of Dharma and contemplative studies. Sadika features episodes on topics from Buddhism to Hinduism, from yoga to the divine feminine. Taught by faculty and friends of Embodied Philosophy, each series is a short audio course on the topic it explores. To watch the video version of these episodes, become a digital member for access to EPTV, Embodied Philosophy's streaming video service. To start your 14-day free trial, head to embodiedphilosophy.com forward slash EPTV. Raja Yoga, the very idea of it, has an interesting history. It was the word and the um, way of speaking of it was reintroduced by Swami Vivekananda in the 19th century when he equated the term Raja Yoga with the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali and the Eight Limbs. So the reason why our dear illuminated Swami Vivekananda brought out the idea of Raja Yoga was because by that time, yoga had been, I started to be identified, especially with Hatha Yoga. And um, this is not a new thing, because we're going to find that even further back in history, that idea that yogis had assumed that doing Hatha Yoga practices was uh, the uh, be-all and end-all. So Raja Yoga was a term brought back into the use usage by Vivekananda to mean, hey guys, just because you're on a mat doing asanas, of course they didn't use mats in those days, you're not doing the full picture. So Raja Yoga is meant to be understood as the synthesis of all the yogas. Now, if we want to break yogas into the, those three categories, karma, bhakti, and, and uh, dhyana yoga, then though they need each other, okay? Just as we looked at the tripartite brain, it's all interrelated. You can't separate one out from the other and have full function. And um, we've also been using the analogy, the Wizard of Oz. You know, Dorothy didn't get there with just two of those guys or just one of them, all three the cowardly lion, karma yoga, the bhakti yogi, the, the scarecrow, who didn't think he had a heart, and the yana yogi, the tin man, I, who didn't think he had a brain, and the tin man didn't think he had a heart. They needed all of them for the vehicle to go forward. And um, so that is what we must understand about what is raja yoga. Now, we even have an interesting quote about this 
that it gives us insight into uh, this term. By the way, the name, the word uh, is called a retronym, which means that you've got a word for something and then uh, time passes and that thing has to be redefined uh, effectively. So it's, you can look that up. It's called a retronym. But the, uh, we find that the Hatha Yoga Pradipika by Svatmarama uh, in the 15th century had this to say, which was distinguishing between Hatha Yogis and Raja Yogis. Let's see what he had to say. Those who are ignorant of Raja Yoga and practice only Hatha Yoga will, in my opinion, waste their energy fruitlessly. Now, this is something that we can see as yoga teachers and as practitioners that we um, think that, you know, we're pursuing asana, you know, <laughs> as a way of um, uh, developing as yogis has its limits. Okay, we have to, we have to integrate the asana with something more. That's what Raj Yoga is. What does uh, Svatmarama also say? Listen up. All the methods of Hatha are meant for gaining success in Raja. For, one, for the one who is well established in the Raja Yoga overcomes death. We also just saw that this overcoming of death is a, is a mind state of unity with the Absolute. He also said, As long as the prana does not enter and flow in the middle channel, and the bindu does not become firm by the control of the movements of prana, as long as the mind does not become absorbed in spontaneous meditation, so all the talk of knowledge and wisdom is merely nonsensical babbling. Okay, so here Svatmarama of the Hatha Yoga Pradipika is saying that there's something supposed to happen energetically with these practices, uh, as he puts it, the prana entering and flowing in the middle channel, okay? So from our point of view, that is the awakening of the inner power, okay? So Raja Yoga encompasses the three yogas, karma, bhakti, and dhyana yoga, and it when those things are aligned, you have the awakening of the subtle energy, okay? So this has to do, in effect, with alignment, um, with orientation toward the power of the, um, the subtle energy, which moves through the central channel. You know, there are three blockages known, and this is one of the many lists we have in our, in our tradition. Um, they're called grants or grantis. They're knots. And the, there's a... a, a Brahma Granti, Vishnu Granti, and Arudra Granti. And they, they, each of them pertains to one of the uh, factors of reality we've been discussing. One is the, uh, the, the Brahma Granti is in the, the will center, the uh, Vishnu Granti in the heart center, and the uh, uh, Rudra Granti in, the, in that head, in the top of the head. So these are blockages, okay? So in so long as we forget um, our own power, when our, our power is significantly diminished by our identification with the ego, we have these blocks. We, back again to the Wizard of Oz, we remember that the three characters, one thought he didn't have courage, the other thought he didn't have a brain, the other thought he didn't have a heart, and they all had all of those things. They had all those qualities, and they ha couldn't know it until they had gone through the harrowing of their worldly experience. And, you know, Dorothy at the end of that amazing myth um, 
is told by the grace-filled guru, which is the good witch Glenda, that she could go home all the time she could have been able to go home. She had that power within her, but she didn't know it and wouldn't have believed it until she had gone through all that experience. And that's a very, I feel, tantric thing, which is that there is a very simple thing. There's a simple reality. And in effect, you are already home. But, well, you're given these little magic words, your mantra, and your trust, which you have obtained by doing all this hard stuff, you finally are willing to trust that you can, that you're worthy of experiencing who you truly are. And so the, the Raja Yoga involves the um, synthesis of these, our, our whole vehicle. If you get into a car, you have to have a car that's well-tuned. That would be your physical. You have to know, you have to, uh, know how to drive. And then you have to know where you're going. And when you have all those three things, then you can really go and get to your goal. That's, that's Raja Yoga. When we have the alignment that we're talking about, uh, we are, we, you probably have heard of Shri, the Shri Yantra, since Raja means king, the Shri is the goddess, I think the, uh, the consort of the king. And Shri, when we talk about Shri, we're also uh, talking about the alignment of the chakras. And that means that you're aligned from your the floor of the pelvis, which would be your muladhar. And then in each of these chakras, there are triangles. And you've got the muladhar and your svadhisthan, there's a triangle. And then the uh, uh, manipur triangle, your anahata triangle, your vishuddha triangle, your third eye triangle, and your crown of your head. And they go in different directions. And when you align them, Okay, you have Shri and you have the uh, arising of the power and the energy, the prana in the central channel. This is what Svatmarama is talking about in the Hatha Yoga Pradipika. So the Raja Yoga is the culmination of all of your practices, which results in the tapping into this power and aligning with it. And it is... Uh, like a fountain, as it's been many, many times said. So um, the simple way that we're going to experience this uh, alignment is to take a moment to sit equally into both sit bones and to allow our, uh, you're going to now go to the crown of your head and lift that up, okay? So as you, you reach up with the crown of your head, you're starting to feel the uh, the power and the um, awareness of your own core, okay? And you're going to inhale and define the uh, core by breathing down, all the way down, and then exhale, breathing all the way up. And as Svatmarama said in the Hatha Yoga Pradipika, the prana is going to move in the central channel. And as it does, it's going to thread our subtle energy centers. And in this way, the uh, prana is going to make an axle of the wheels of our Merkava, which is a word for chariot. Okay. In those days, they had chariots. We have cars now. 
the axle of the wheel, okay, is your breath. So now make your breath, establish a, a firm and centered axle in the center of the chakras, which are wheels. Good. Remember when Moses was uh, looking at the burning bush, which we discussed in the Jnana Yoga, and the name of the land where he was being a shepherd was Midian, Middle. And the Madhyadasha, the middle path, is where you're focusing your attention up and down with your prana. As uh, Arjuna asks Krishna in the beginning of the Bhagavad Gita, cause my chariot to stand in the middle. Because it is from the center that the song of God arises and all of the yogas are taught. So let's take this assumed posture and uh, continue to uh, polish the axle of our wheels with our breath. Now you're going to align with the in-breath and the out-breath. Hamsa, I am that. And this is the declaration of sovereignty, um, the reimagining of our true identity, which makes us kings and queens of our reality. Ready? We'll inhale our palms together and let the fingers touch the third eye. And thank you for joining me on this four-part mini-series on the four yogas, karma, bhakti, dhyana, and Raja.